Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. It's your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. Today's guest is somebody who is going to bring an entirely different dynamic to the studio, and I'm very, very excited to have her with us, and we'll introduce her in just a second. But as you guys know, this is not just my show. This is a show with me and my co-host, the one, the only, the bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Riding into the studio on his noble white steed, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like the little intro, it's like the little happy piece in my week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you doing, James? I'm great, man. How are you? I am awesome. Every day with you is a good day. You know that. I tell you every time. Right, but I never believe you. <laughs> And you'd be right to be suspicious. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's good to trust your instincts. So uh, so we have somebody very, very interesting on the show today. Yeah, and, yeah kinda. And I feel like I don't know exactly what's going to happen because this could be so interesting, which is very exciting to me. Right. This is a first as well. Our guest is actually in the same room as me right now. Yes, which to the unnamed guest so far, I do apologize <laughs> that that was necessary. The guest who shall remain nameless. Well, the guest is actually the one and only Robin Holland. The second bearded wonder from the oh. UK. <laughs> and, and this is exactly why I said I have no idea what's going to happen on this show. <laughs> the Robin, you are probably the most patient woman that I've ever met. Welcome to the show. And sorry, we couldn't have a separate studio for you to do this in. Thank you. I'll forgive you on this one occasion. I mean, as long as this is the most time I have to spend with him this week, I think I'll make it through. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, Robin, I'm super happy that you're here. And as you know, we, we want to have you on the show because we had an episode a few episodes back where we were, Dean was talking about some of the stuff that you guys have been working on. And I think what was exciting to me was we have so many people who listen to this who are in a position where they're starting something, right? And I thought it would be kind of cool to have you on today talking about your journey and your experience of you know, going from a job to trying to figure things out all the way to where things are actually starting to take off and grow right now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been, I don't know, I would like to say a whirlwind, but it's been what, three and a half, four years to get <laughs> to this pain. point. So, More pain so, than yeah. whirlwind. <laughs> it hasn't been an overnight thing, that's for sure. Yeah. Can I ask you how many times you thought this wasn't going to work? Oh, pretty much every day for about three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, including yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's journeys, it's, it's not an easy one, is it? I think in uh, James's words, nothing goes straight up but rockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rockets go straight up. <laughs> So I want to ask, like, where is your focus? Like, what are you focused on right now? And then can you kind of backtrack how all this got started for us? Yeah, right now I'm focused on 
stock. We're having huge problems at the moment with stock. We have completely sold out. So we're now, we've now decided to switch it and offer a pre-order because we can't get stock fast enough at the moment. Yeah. Which is a great, <laughs> which is not, which have. is like a better problem to have than yeah, not making money. It's right. a great problem to have, but it is still a problem. So we have learned over the years that running out of stock and having to tamper with ads can literally kill an ad completely. Mm. So we're trying to avoid that at all costs. So we've decided to run it as a pre-order option now, so people can pre-order the product rather than as kind of killing our ads that are converting really, really well at the moment. So that's yeah. number one problem, <laughs> trying to get stocking quick enough. But apart from that, kind of growing, I mean, we're starting to get traction with everything, with the social media, with the website, with purchases, with everything. It's the the, Yeah, the brand as a whole is just getting traction, which is great. I'm just very conscious, because this is who I am, of not letting it slip back. I want to push it forward as fast as possible while it's got the momentum. So like, here's an interesting dynamic just to share this, James, is like as a couple slash partnership, Robin's the, the glass is half empty and I'm, <laughs> I'm the glass is half full, you know, Robin, Robin's <laughs> right, the warrior okay. and I'm the one like, go, go, go. And she's like, slow, slow, slow. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. see like, well, that's good. That's a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dean sees like, let's triple ad spend today. Let's <laughs> quadruple it again the next day. And I'm like, okay, but I'm seeing the problems are going to happen. You know, we're, we're about to run out of stock again, and then we're going to have to turn them off. But we, so we see two very different sides of it, which like you said, sometimes that's a good balance. Well, I mean, not to cut you off, Robin, but what could you expect from a guy who rides in on a white horse to do a <laughs> podcast? Right. I am the bearded wonder. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not exactly like he's a wallflower. <laughs> oh, the furthest thing from a wallflower. Okay, this is about you, not me, Robin, okay? <laughs> Everything's all Whichever direction it goes is fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that are happening here, right? And for those of you guys who don't understand what Robin's business is, she, she has an online e-commerce business. It's in the beauty space. Yeah. Let's take this from the top. Why did you even get into this in the first place? And um, hold on, one last thing. I'm going to, is it okay before we kind of backtrack to tell people, because I think Dean said it on another episode, like roughly like where your guys' revenue levels are right now? Yes. Right now. So we're 22 days into the month and we've done about $40,000 so far Yeah. this month. So right. yeah. Where exactly. Okay. I just want to set the tone. So this is like... This is really turning into a substantial business. So yeah, and I think I think like a little addition on top of that would just be to say that like six eight weeks ago, the best ever month was something along the region of like fifteen thousand in a whole month. So that just puts right. into context like right. how quickly this is now starting to happen. Yeah, so this is like tripled in less than the last two months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So why'd you get into all of this, Robin? Years and years ago, I went to college after school and decided to get into the sort of makeup and, and beauty side of things. Uh, I decided back then that there wasn't enough money <laughs> in, in the makeup industry. Oh, yeah, just smart purely thing. from a, becoming a makeup artist point of view, I decided there just wasn't enough. So I went into something completely different and did telecommunication sales. So that was my life for about 
10 years, I think, until I kind of hit all the goals I wanted to do in my career there. I was doing really well at sales, smashing all of my targets. I think I was the top salesperson for the company for a good two years, three years. All right, stop showing off now. But but we then had some issues and discrepancies mm-hmm. over pay. And I came home, was very miserable, told Dean all about it. And he was sort of shocked that how they were treating me. And he just sort of planted the seed of, why don't you start your own business? <laughs> and I remember thinking, well, I wouldn't have. Could you, <laughs> could you hear his white horse outside the window when he said that? <laughs> I could hear the hooves banging on the patio outside. It was <laughs> just the gentle swish of a horse tail just slapping on the glass. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, hmm, I wonder if this is a good idea. <laughs> Join the speed. <laughs> yeah. You know what it was, really? Ramasio had sold me into his downline, and I was just trying to recruit <laughs> oh god Ramasio all right we got to keep going yeah so Dean sort of planted the seed on starting my own business I thought great I have no clue how to do this what I would do it on so it sounds like a good reason to quit my job and just go for it (laughs) so so I did started off selling a few bits on eBay it failed Um, then tried launching something on, on the Facebook platform more towards what we're doing now, but I had no real idea of who my market was. It kind of failed for. Well, you were quite just a trying while. to sell to like the whole industry yeah, at first, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had like... no idea who my who or my why right. at all yeah. at that point. So trying to market to everybody, as you know, you're marketing to absolutely nobody. So that was biggest learning lesson number one, I think. We were doing, I was started to get ads videos for ads and I was getting all of these sort of almost model like girls to come in and shoot these videos and expensive production you know proper videographer filming it editing it the whole shebang and they would absolutely flop (laughs) like just wouldn't couldn't get them working and I couldn't understand why how many times was Dean the model wearing a dress or something at least at least four (laughs) times Right, yeah. You can't keep them out of it. We had that incident with the crotchless leather pants, didn't we? We did have that. That was was one time. Nipple clamps (laughs) at that time as well. (laughs) Yeah. This is not for young ears at the moment. (laughs) There goes that E rating again. That's right. (laughs) Nipple clamps on a podcast. Get him out of here. (laughs) So, Robin, back to you. Yes. The more sensible sensible one of the pair of you. She's like sensible. I'm wearing nipple clamps right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's my husband, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's right. And I'd love to say that I haven't seen worse, but I have. (laughs) Oh, oh, you've Um, definitely seen worse. Yeah. So we tried with all these expensive videos and still no idea who we were marketing to, but sort of trying it to everybody and just couldn't get it working at all. And at that point, I was thinking, okay, this is a complete failure at this and then it's never going to work you know you start doubting everything like maybe it's the product maybe it's everything maybe the market's too saturated maybe mm. 
you know, this is never going to get off the ground. I think you even considered getting a job again at one oh, stage. Oh, yeah, I didn't did. You? Yeah, yeah. I considered getting a job. And well, just... this was like two years of not really getting anywhere. Yeah. Which yeah. I think, wasn't it? Like, right. Pretty tough when you're not making any money for oh, two years, right? <laughs> you just want those little wins to kind of make you feel good again. <laughs> like When you've had no wins for so long, it's, yeah, it can be. So let's dig into that for a second. Like what you must have had some little wins somewhere along the way to keep you going for this. There for were that long. the very beginning when we first launched, we did a free plus shipping. And when we first put the very first ad up for that, which again, had somebody else in the video, but I'd filmed it myself on a normal camera and we'd edited it and just mm. put it up. That got a lot of traction, which was great. And we got a lot of sales from it. However, we weren't profitable on the back end, which is hugely important for free plus shipping because otherwise yeah. it's, you know, it's going nowhere fast. So we did get off the ground with that. To be honest, one of the people that helped us with that was Trey, Trey Llewellyn. Little shout out right there. Uh, yeah. Little yeah. shout out to Trey. <laughs> 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 that was awesome. He uh, he taught us a couple of very important things. One is sell more to the same person, which blew my mind at the time. I didn't in a million years sell more of the same sell more of the same product to right, those people, right. which I didn't think. I mean, really, who's going to buy three of one thing? But you would be insanely surprised how many people do. So that bumps up your margins massively. And then we sort of we had a look at the back end and. We made some tweaks there and that started selling better. It still wasn't the back end. We couldn't get working the way we wanted. But again, that came down to us not marketing to the right people. We were, we didn't have our who and our why down at that point. So we had a win. To be honest, the problem with that was that was win was when we very, very first launched the first ad I ever put up just took mm. off yeah although we weren't making big profit we were seeing huge amount of sales come through and numbers of customers yeah which was great but what that meant was i had that expectation for every mm. ad i put up after that well here, <laughs> well, here was an realistic. interesting thing james so you know like obviously for me and you and probably most people listening like the general thing is is like you start testing ads and nothing works and yeah. you keep going and pushing because you know that eventually you're going to find it well, I often laugh with you, don't I, Robin, that like she set herself up for failure because her ve- when when she'd start to figure a few things out, I mean, this is like not on eBay anymore. She had her own funnel and, and things like this were all in place. The The first ad that she recorded for herself just completely blew up. I mean, we're talking like a video that had over 600,000 views in the space of a few weeks, like just because everybody was just sharing it, you know, people were buying the product. And unfortunately, from that point onwards, for quite a while, you could never even get close. Like, not, not it wasn't like, oh, well, the next ad did half as good. It was like nothing came remotely close for probably yeah. six or eight months, did it? So, like, Robin's, bear in mind, obviously, she didn't, I, I know we're married and we've been together for years, but she really like had no idea of anything in, in my world of marketing or anything. Like she did her thing. I did mine. And, you know, in the evening we just sat and like hung out, whatever. Right. She had no understanding on this stuff. And so her first experience into paid ads was, 
oh, like you just pay some money and make a lot more. Like, this is good. Like, that's that's how paid advertising works. You pay some money and <laughs> right. over half a million like, people see your stuff. This is easy. Why didn't we do this before? <laughs> and so, like, it never happened again after that point for ages. Yeah. Yeah, and it's totally wax out your expectations. Yeah, definitely. And it stopped me from doing the amount of testing that I needed to do mm. because I just, in my mind, I thought, well, I don't get it. I just... Before, I just put up one video and it worked. (laughs) So I couldn't understand when Dean was saying, you know, you need to test more. You need to be putting up all these different ads and variations. I was sort of looking at him like he was an absolute nutter because (laughs) we've had this work. That's for for entirely different reasons. (laughs) 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 So I just couldn't get my head around that. And that, in a way, prevented me because I didn't understand actually what it normally takes to get an ad working and to take off and to convert uh, i just had this unrealistic expectation in my mind that didn't help with the soul destroying <laughs> two, two to three year journey that i was about to embark on <laughs> yeah well so now you're here what are some of the lessons that you feel like you've learned that you would want to share to the version of yourself three years ago Ooh, um, good, good question good. james that's really good no no i'm dean i strive in every episode to get that confirmation from you yes i know you do because if i don't say it throughout the show the questions get stronger that's why i hold off sometimes <laughs> back to you robin back to me well here's the cool thing i'm gonna jump in quick she came to that's the it. show prepared with a bunch of tips ready to just yeah. oh see throw them out there nice let's do this yeah go on tips okay, give us your tips robin. so my <laughs> myself would be sell more of the same stuff to people crazy they'll buy multiple figure out the back end and give away something for free on the front end that ties in with that quick we're going quick fire tips are Uh we the other thing i would (laughs) don't spend a fortune on expensive videos for ads just be you and be raw and real that's one of the biggest things i have learned i used to refuse to get on camera i wasn't confident enough to get on camera and dean for years was trying to get me to face that fear and just do it. And all of these expensive ads that we had produced that absolutely failed. Now, all of the ads that we have that are converting so well and have taken us to where we are at the moment are literally me in my dressing room with my phone applying makeup and talking to the camera. And Just super simple, like very native feeling. Straight yeah. from my phone, uploaded to the page with some ad right. they done and they are just wow yeah i think raw and real are what people are going to engage with and i, ju- I just want to throw something in on that topic let's just pause a second because i think this is an area that probably is important for a lot of people to focus on i don't know what your experiences have been in this james but i actually spent a crap ton of money building like a video studio here in my office you know we've got cameras sat on tripods that don't even get turned on that cost me like ten thousand dollars i've got like a green screen wall, all this high production stuff. And and I had a full-time videographer. You know, we first set all this up. I employed someone full-time to just be here all the time just to produce these high-quality, highly polished produced videos. And none of them, and I do mean not one of them, performed as well as just like grabbing the cell phone, like just iPhone, cell phone, Android videos, just real talking to the camera, just like standing there. Like nothing works as well as that, at least in my experience. So like for, I think the funny thing is, is you see like all these professional videos out there online, don't you? It's like, I know for you, Robin, you see, you know, all these like 
Instagram models and stars and you and all these TV shows and everything yeah. is like airbrushed and looks perfect. But actually, what's definitely been the case, I know it's been the case for me, and definitely that's what you're talking about here, yeah. isn't it? Is that you know, people actually respond better to just real and raw. And I think I think it's because they can relate with it more. It feels real. It feels more real, doesn't it? Yeah. And it feels like it belongs there. It belongs on their news feed and, you know, on their on their phone, seeing somebody else just recording a video on the phone. Whereas highly polished produced ads and, and videos just they, they don't feel native and it just feels very salesy. So they lose interest and scroll past. Whereas I think I think the other thing is as well, seeing somebody with their it's kind of a curiosity thing, like, oh, what are these talking about? You know, it's that curiosity that makes them click and then it's how you are on camera as to whether they stay in and listen. That's what I find. Mm -hmm. And how, how long ago did you figure that piece of it out? (laughs) Not long ago enough, probably six months ago. And it's probably since then that it started to build, build and build. Yeah. And to be honest, this last month has been, I mean, I used to do videos of me on my phone talking about the products but never actually using them because I don't know why that just didn't seem, <laughs> I mean, now it's logic, but at the time it's right. a little bit too scary. And yeah, now I'm live on my phone using the product. Yeah. This last month has just absolutely rocketed. So I think the more real and hundred percent yourself you are, the better engagement you'll get. Yeah. It's imperfection, isn't it? That's what I yeah. think it is. It's like, you're not perfect. You you say something wrong. You something catches your attention the other side of the room, and you turn like it's just real. It's raw, yeah. and people are just responding to that a bit a lot better. I've definitely the other thing I would say I've learned with that is to imagine I'm talking to one person. I imagine now that I'm talking to. I, I have created my avatar in my mind. I imagine what they look like, who they are almost like we're best friends because that makes it a lot more comfortable when I'm recording a video. I actually imagine I'm sending them a video, something that they've asked me and they need advice on and I'll send them. That's what I'm in my head. I'm just imagining I'm sending them a video. And I think that helps me to be more me and people see that I'm not pretending to be something or trying to be something. I'm just being me. And I think people like that. We're humans, but we see through the fakeness, don't we? I wouldn't quite put James in the human category. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I would say, raw, real. <laughs> Sorry. For a brief moment there, I thought I was just oh hungry. God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Robin, what is some of the challenge that you're feeling right now? Because you know you got something to take off and you got something to have traction, and going from you know tripling things in like six or eight weeks is really quick, right? Yeah. In terms of scaling, what are some of the things that you feel like you're experiencing right now? Because I bet just as many people as starting out right now, there are also people who are scaling now. I think just very few people have them happen so close together like that. Yeah, yeah. I would say, so number one for us is stock, trying to get stock in with e-com anyway, trying to get stock in fast enough because now we've got ads that are working. We just want to keep ramping them up fast while this has got the momentum that it has. We don't want to let it slip. But to do that, we need enough stock to do that. And our stock takes about three and a half to four weeks to be produced and arrive at our warehouse. So... 
Yeah. And obviously you can only order enough stock for where you predict you can predict you're going to be in four weeks time. But when you're, when you're growing at such a fast rate, you don't see that, that challenge being a problem. I mean, six months ago, I wouldn't have ever imagined this would be a problem that, you know, we've, we've been ordering 3000 units up until recently. And that would last us what, six months. Now the last six months, 3,000 units would last us about four to six weeks. Now, yeah. 5,000 units don't even last us a couple of weeks. So we're now at 10,000 and see how fast, but it's just getting it in time. So definitely need to have a good relationship with your supplier. And the other thing that we are looking at at the moment is kind of diversifying that. We've got one at the moment, we have one supplier, which is, I think, a huge mistake at the mm. moment because... We've got nothing to kind of leverage. We've got, you know, we, we haven't got another supplier right now that I can go to give them the specs and they can just start producing them. This is going to take months of testing them, them sending me a sample of what they think it should be like, me saying, no, that's not it, and then working on it again. This can take like six months to get a supplier that can produce the product to the standard that we want. Mm -hmm. So that's something we are working on at the moment to try and split this issue so we can <laughs> we can kind of reduce that because as i said we want to keep scaling and right now stock is probably the biggest the biggest issue the other thing i would say is customer support that's a huge thing that we've learned we've realized one of the first things you will need when you go from like i was which was me doing everything myself to scaling is you need somebody on customer support the dispatching that's easy you can outsource that to a fulfillment company no problem that's very easy but getting somebody in to do your customer support that trained up and knows your product knows the questions they're going to ask that can take a little bit more time so yeah yeah i would probably say anybody that's going from the situation that i was in where it was me doing everything to now scaling and trying to grow customer support is going to be the first person you're going to need to employ uh, also because mm -hmm. it frees you up to be able to focus on the things you need to be focused on to grow the business, like creating more content, creating more ads, kind of building that relationship with your customers online, whether it's through stories or, or whatever. So yeah, definitely customer support, I would say is your number one mm. person. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, these aren't just customers for you. No. People have become like followers yeah. of you. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, this is the girl that didn't want to didn't ever want to get on camera. I would have rather have somebody else had been the face of my brand and now I have all these followers. Dean tried. I mean, I mean, in all fairness, <laughs> Dean tried many times to be the face of this brand, but people didn't want it. I don't think the women appreciated the nipple clamps. That's where it seemed to go wrong. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and on that note, Robin, I just want to thank you for taking a few minutes out to uh talk to us about this because I think a lot of people get value out of the story and the experience and and everything else. Super congratulations on everything. That's, I'm really Thank excited you. for you. Even, Thank you and, so much. Yeah. And I, I mean, one thing just to keep in mind, there's no set of circumstances in which your business is ever going to be problem-free. No. Every problem that you solve creates another problem. You know, Solving the sales problem now created the stock and ordering problem, right? And then yeah. it creates a customer service problem like you talked about. And problems that you're going to fix right now are going to create new problems. 
Yeah. <laughs> which is like, ah, why the hell am I doing all this? Right. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's important for everybody listening to realize that too, because I think a lot of people throw in the towel sometimes simply because they think everything's supposed to be problem free. And it's like, keep moving forward, but then you get to choose that you get better and better problems. Yeah. Which is cool. Just on that note, like one of the things that I've seen, because I've, I've obviously got my own business to run anyway. So whilst I've been able to help her in certain ways, she's had to figure a lot of stuff out. And like, it's, it's funny. One of the things I see, and I think we can all agree with this based on life anyway, you always figure it out. Like somehow, some way you figure it out. And I say that because I think a lot of people, they don't do things for fear of the problems. Like they hold back and they stop. But like just some of the things that Robin's not even touched on here, you know, like when her sales started to increase, you know, you might think, oh my gosh, problem. Like I'm not going to be able to keep up with demand. Her mum started coming over once a week to package products up. You know, we didn't always have, she didn't always have a fulfillment centered sending stuff out for her like uh, that only happened like literally 12 weeks ago up until 12 weeks ago a large chunk of our house was our distribution center you know like me and my mom yeah and it (laughs) it was funny because you know like a year or so ago you know i used to watch her leave the house with this little cardboard box with just maybe like a handful of products in like oh i'm just gonna mail these you know 12 14 weeks ago or so she was leaving the house like santa with two giant sacks over her shoulders you know, and her mum was coming over once a week to help package stuff up. And it was like, one of the things I, I would say to anybody starting out and getting on this path is just keep going. Like you yeah. figure the problems out as they come. You might not have the answers right now. Like right now I can tell, cause obviously I know, I know Robin well, but I don't know if anyone listening would tell, but I can tell right now there's, there's certain areas. She actually doesn't yet know what the heck she's going to do. Yeah. Like she doesn't know She's got problems that right now she doesn't actually know the answer to, but you keep going and you figure it out. And I think one of the things that I've seen and I see it a lot is people do just find a way, like you always find a way. So just keep going, keep pushing. I would also say reach out to anybody else. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. If there's anybody else that you know, that's, you know, in a similar, you know, doing e-com or whatever, reach out, ask them because the chances are they've, come across that problem themselves and they can tell you the quickest way to solve it. So I think a lot of people fear asking for fear of looking like they don't know or, or you know, fear of, fear of judgment from other people or people thinking they're not, they're not doing as well as they want to portray. But it's the quickest way to solve those problems and overcome them is by learning from somebody else that's already been through them. So Completely. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. You would be silly to not ask for help from people who've been there before. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we go. I've, uh, awesome. It's the first time I've ever heard Robin talk about business, so this was good for me. <laughs> well, it's because she. It's because you don't shut up long enough for right. her to say anything. Right. It's oh, actually oh, the first time I've heard the, her speak. One of the things. No. Yeah, <laughs> one of the really You're not allowed thing, to speak anymore. One of the really quick thing is I would say don't be afraid to change. We, up until six months ago when this started to finally to turn a corner and finally do well uh we completely rebranded everything which was very difficult to do i didn't want to do it it was very scary you know you think oh i've spent all these years building this this number of followers or whatever i don't want to do that but don't be afraid of change strip everything back get rid of the name if you need to do it do whatever you need if it's mm. not working then don't be too attached don't be afraid to change it all mm. because completely rebranding and and changing who we were going after is what has completely transformed the business. So 
Yeah. Robin, you realize that in this single episode, you've added more value than Dean has in the first hundred episodes we've done together. <laughs> and that's precisely why you never invited on this show again, Robin. <laughs> for showing him up like yes, that. Yes, and we're now filing for divorce as well. <laughs> oh, man, what a great point. I think that's really, really important. Hundred yeah. percent. You gotta you gotta be willing to change. Because if it's not working, it's not working. Yeah, right. don't get too attached to small, small details. Well, I remember you thinking like people would think you're a failure if they saw you change it yeah. all. Yeah. Like you you had quite a big deal with that, didn't you? Because like yeah, like I think we're all the same, right? You go into business and you're so excited that you start telling everyone. You tell your friends, you tell your family, you're like, I'm doing this thing, and like you're so excited, but if things don't work, it makes it actually harder because you've just gone and told everyone how excited you are about your thing. And I think like yeah. that's one of the hurdles you had to overcome because the idea of rebranding and changing the things you changed was presented eight months before you did it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But you hung on. Clung on. And only on. when you let go and made that change, that was the turning point. So yeah. I think that was a... I will commend you, Robin, wife Robin, on that final tip. Thank you. You went well. They, wow, Robin, you got an official commendation. This never. Happened. I'm going to come on this show more often just to get compliments. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I, well, you can also download this episode and re-listen to. Replay it over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make it your uh, text notification when he texts you. <laughs> the commendation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, you guys, absolutely some of my favorite people. Dean, hey. I mean, Robin, mostly you. Dean, I... I <laughs> Thanks. Somehow you, somehow you become more my favorite when you're with Robin. So I don't know what that says. <laughs> See, I elevate your status. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, thank you guys for being on the show. And Robin, thanks, for, you know, just kind of being real. Like you said, you do in your, your ads and your marketing and everything. Just be like, hey, this is how it is. And I feel like that was the thing that I was most hoping to get out of this was just like, okay, here's here's how it is, right? Because yeah. I think it's easy to get a rose-colored view of things, yeah. and it's also easy to get super pessimistic about things. But if you just say, okay, this is what's happening, and here's how it is, it's just that's just better. Yeah. So thank you for being real with us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Absolutely. Get out. <laughs> all right thank you guys for listening this has been james p Friel, my co-host dean holland and his lovely wife robin thank you for listening today we'll talk to you guys soon thanks for tuning in to just the tips where we believe business should be profitable and fun for show notes links and other information on our guests visit justthetipsshow.com for more information on how to connect with dean holland visit deanholland.com and if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, -day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.